Hello everyone, welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Going the Distance. I'm Nicholas Delgado and I'm your host for everything to do with high school running in Central Illinois. I'm super excited to be back for another season, so make sure to follow on Instagram at GoingTheDistanceIL and tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. I'm super, super, super glad to be back. I'm going to be covering the end of cross country and the start of track for now. Um, this season's going to be really cool as we get into my first season of doing this podcast for track. There are going to be a lot of stats to talk about. Mostly distance is what we're going to be covering because that is the point of this podcast. However, we will throw in sprints every now and then when we can because as we close down the big meets like conference and sectionals of state, it is going to matter who wins that title based on the sprinters and the throws and stuff. So make sure to stay tuned even if you're not a long distance runner as we head into the postseason. But today, I'm not going to be talking about the end of cross-country stats, any much tracks, not many track stats, but I'm going to be jumping in straight to an interview with the conference boys again, which I'm super excited to have them back on. Got a lot of great information out of them, super fun, always to sit down and have a chat, but I think I really enjoyed this interview. So I'll see you there, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm with Ryan Craig, Charlie Saran, Aiden Thompson, Bryce Banning, and Josh Holloway. We have one person from almost every team in the conference, and I'm excited to be here with everybody talking about the outlook for the track season for each of these teams. So let's start off with Ryan, because I know you are a big stats guy. Um, distance, how's it, how's, it looking? how's it looking for you guys? So our distance team, we're looking pretty solid this year. Um, we had pretty good cross-country season, but we're going to be getting some really key guys that did uh, soccer. So I think we're going to have a much higher standing than we did during the cross-country season. So from last year, we're returning three of the four members of our state 4 by 8 relay. Uh, Nate Thyler, I think his best was a 203 last year. <laughs> um, and he's expecting to go under two this year. Um, so that'll be, he'll be carrying that relay for sure. But um, Riley Clawden is a sophomore too. I think he was around 205 or 206 uh, last year. And, you know, going from freshman to sophomore year, you usually see. A decent jump for most people so we could see that from him uh drew mishler's right around there too 205 206 but we're just gonna really need to find a, a fourth leg to kind of bring that in we've got um one more sub 10 ben roth ran 209 last year um but we've got we've got a lot of people who could filter into that i know Carson Cowling, if he opts to run it instead of the 32, um, he could go under 210 for sure. Um, I think freshman Wilbert Eppinger could definitely get up there too. He's got a lot of raw speed. Um, our milers last year were definitely lacking, but we have a whole new coaching staff, and we're doing a lot, lot of different training now, which I think is really going to pay off. Um, Carson, his goal is to go 430 for the mile, which would shave off about 20 seconds from last year, which with our new coaching staff, we did like no mileage last year. So really bumping that up this year, I think is going to help 
shaved down a lot of the times. Um, I think Trey Helwig is also going to be very good, probably in the 440s. And then um, Ben Roth, he's kind of a wild card um, because he was stuck around the 515 mark for most of the season last year and then just kind of out of nowhere shaved off like 20 seconds down to 455. So if he stays consistently low this year, then we can see some more time drops from him. And then for 32, uh, Carson and Trey are two, two main guys for that. They both are hoping to go under 10, which I think is possible for both of them. And then um, kind of it drops off a little bit after that, but I think myself and Wyatt Baker will probably be somewhere between the 10.30 and 11 marks. So if we need to sub – you know, Carson or Trey out for a relay here or there, then we should have enough depth to still potentially get some points in the 32 if we need to. So I know you mentioned at the beginning talking about you have a lot of 800 guys, so that's going to contribute to you guys' 4x8. So looking at the conference 4x8 scene for just this year, I think Josh mentioned something about their team building a pretty stacked 4x8. What about how are you guys looking with that and how are you how's your training going uh yeah no we are we're definitely looking pretty solid for the four by eight i'm i mean i think um the four by kind of consists of me uh xander holmes he was a freshman last year um and then lucas glesney uh he's my age so junior um and then we're kind of like looking for a solid four to like really fill that spot last year we had Ramez Watson come up from being a like from being like a 200 400 guy um and he came up and filled filled the spot um but he was he was like around the 214 range just kind of hurt because the other three um we were around like 207 208 um so yeah we we're kind of hoping to be able to bring someone that's like around a sub 210 hopefully which is easily doable for honestly probably about three kids on our team that could fill that four spot. Um, our kind of goal is to go um, under 805, which is definitely going to be tough, but uh, we, I think it's doable as long like, because again, like Ryan said about uh, their team, last year we, were, we did about, mm, I would say 10 to 10 miles a week, uh, 15 on like a really like big week. So, I mean, we just had – we hit no mileage, which definitely hurt, like, for um, the 1,632 guys. Um, for the 3,200, we're kind of – we have one guy right now, Devin Hayes. Uh, he'll probably – he'll definitely do the 3,200. Um, but I won't – I probably won't do the 3,200 much at all since I'll be the 4x8. Um, the only time I'll – honestly, the only time I'll – probably go all out in the 32 will be conference um and then the 1600 i'll do the 1600 and then devin will probably do the 1600 also and we're both looking to go around 430 hopefully uh we're getting a mid-distance coach too and like so we'll have a sprints coach mid-distance now and then our long distance coach so hopefully that will kind of help with like some of the 800 uh guys they won't just be doing sprints. They'll uh, 
kind of being that more mileage too. And then Bryce, I know you have some speed coming from Washington, and then Sam Tellefson. Are you guys looking to kind of build a four by eight, or what's the plan for you guys? How's your training I mean, going? Yeah, it's kind of funny you mention it, and like we're all just talking about this, is because we've been saying is like we think that we would have a pretty a pretty stacked uh, four by between like like you said, we have Sam. Uh, and then Milo Rinkenberger, who's injured during uh, cross country, but he's been hitting the gym. I think he's getting faster. Um, I'm looking to maybe pick up that foot speed. Maybe not focus on focus on 800 altogether, but definitely try to get that faster. And then I think that I think there's multiple people that could fill um, that fourth spot, kind of similar um, to what Pekin's doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just that like. I think you just have to find four guys that are willing to fully commit to doing the four by eight. Cause like most people would argue, they'd rather just like focus on if they're going to do an event, they're going to do the 800 rather than the four by eight. Um, but I mean, I'd be interested to see what anyone else had to say about that. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think for us, that's going to be something that we have to look at too for Morton. I I definitely think we have the capability and talent to put together a pretty good 4 by 8 I just don't exactly know who's going to run it because I know Josh is going to want to focus on the mile 32 maybe because, I mean, he ran a 4.33 the other day in Chicago, which was pretty yeah, crazy. No, I, big, just, I just saw that. was impressive. Yeah, big PR by him for just, I'm, yeah. well, not a huge time PR, but I mean, for, for this, I mean, first January in track yeah, season, for, that's like yeah, so early. Yeah, just this point of the season, yeah. yeah. And then, Jonas has always had the foot speed to drop a good 800 time. Leighton, he has a good 800 time. So we, we're, I guess we're kind of in the same boat where we need a fourth, kind of a fourth runner or everybody mm-hmm. to just kind of commit there. Um, Charlie, how are you guys looking for your outcome of your track season, 800s? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're looking pretty good. Um, I'm not sure about a 4 by 8 so it really just depends on if we want to, like, throw everyone in and kind of, like, actually take the time to really set it up and work towards that. Or if we want to focus more on, like, solo events. Because I know we have the skill to throw a good 4 by 8 together, but I don't know if, like, we're focused at this year. Depends what we're thinking. But um, 800, we're going to be looking pretty good. We'll have Reese, Aiden, and Jacob. Uh, Jacob and Willie. So Aiden's going to be hopefully under two along with Reese, and Jacob will hopefully be about 205, 210, somewhere in that range. So uh, mid-distance is one part of, you know, track scoring and all that. But then distance is where I think most of us, like, that are speaking here right now are going to be competing. So Aiden, I know you focused a lot on the 32 last year. I'm assuming that's still your goal for this year. And how about the rest of your team? What's the outlook on that? Yeah, I'll definitely be focusing on the 32 and the 16. Um, Colin Hieronymus will also be in the 16. And then from there, I I see Zach Alt, Dawson Stout, and Matthew Gray all doing, like, the 800. So, like, we could put a 4 by 8 team together there, like, with three of them and then maybe someone else. And then... Logan Bader, a freshman, he'll probably just 
be in everything at some point because we don't really know what he's good at yet. So, yeah. So that brings me to another point: is up and coming like freshmen or sophomores, because like Ryan said earlier, freshman to sophomore, you really get a big jump. And then there's obviously a lot of people that come up to your guys' programs. So um, I guess we'll have Ryan start this one off. Do you have any freshmen to sophomores or eighth graders to freshmen that you think might surprise the, the, um, the track field this year? Yeah, I think so. I think our fastest freshman by a long shot is going to be Wilbert Eppinger. He, this was essentially his first year of cross country because last year he just kind of, you know, went for it. Um, just kind of a fun experience for him, but he really got into the training this year and dropped like 1730 as a freshman, which is pretty good. Um, and in track, he's got a lot of raw foot speed. Um, he's always like in strides and workouts and everything. He's always front of the pack, even as a freshman. Um, and he's also a very good long jumper. Um, he, I think with very minimal practice, he did long jump once last year at sectionals when he was in eighth grade, and he jumped high 17s, I think. So with with some actual long jump training, I know he wants to try and go to state this year, which I think even if he's not able to make it this year, he's definitely going to in the next couple. Um, Gavin Walters is another one, too. Um, he was another sub-18 guy this year for us, and he's a another 400-800 guy who I think if he puts in some good training, he'll be able to keep pace with Wilbert, not be too far off him. Uh, and then another one is Tommy Casey, who he, he went to Riverview, and he was a part of their 4x4 at uh, State that went to State. I think they got sixth at State maybe. Um, and they almost broke their school record. So he, he's he got a lot of focus on the 400, but I think he'll also pop up to the 800 too. And, you know, Wyatt, Wyatt Baker, he's a sophomore, but this is his first year out for track. Um, and he shaved off huge amounts of time in cross country. So, and once he starts putting in the work and dedication, he can be really fast he's got foot speed he's got endurance um so we did we're just not quite sure what to expect from him because we haven't seen him do 800 mile 32 um but i know he wants to focus on the mile and 32 at the moment so he can be good at both of those now trey got kind of dissed on in the 32 last year um all the rankings and stuff saying he had like an off track season but 1030 as a freshman is still not bad um, and I know he's putting a lot of focus into the 32 and he, he wants to get sub 10 this year and go to state. Um, and probably the last one for youngsters, Riley, Riley Clawton is a huge 800 guy. He started off the indoor season last year at like two thirty, and then like midway through outdoor just dropped like 15 or 20 seconds down to like the two ten range and just kind of stayed there for the rest of the season did the varsity four by eight, I think the first time at sectionals and um, almost carried us to state. Um, he was a huge part of that. And he's still, he's still got a lot of that raw speed in him. So I think 
he's going to be a really key part of our four by eight and probably our four by four as well um, as just a sophomore, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So Josh, how about you? I know you talked about a few that you guys are going to need some replacements and you definitely are going to have some coming up. Do you have any specific names or events that they're going to be running or? You're on mute. Josh. Josh, you're muted. My bad. Um, uh, I was no, I was saying uh, about how this year I don't think we have too many upcoming uh, freshmen um, that I know of, at least. Like, I know we'll have some kids, of course. Uh, some kids that were, I think, did pretty well in junior high track. Uh, but I think a lot of them are playing baseball instead, so that kind of will hurt. Um but I know next fall and uh, we'll have some faster cross country kids coming up hopefully and that help. But other than but for track, I don't really I don't really know of too many kids. Uh, what about Bryce? Bryce, uh, you guys have anybody coming up from cross from that past season or? Yeah, I'm not, I was actually I was actually really glad you asked this because I mean I think we have like a massive like. Like, very big freshmen and a pretty decent uh, sophomore class as well. We saw that with, like, cross-country training. Like, there was, like, so many freshmen. It's like a pyramid where you have, like, I don't know, 10 to 15, maybe 10 freshmen, and then you have, like, three seniors. Um, with that being said, like, I'm, like, so happy to, like, see all the guys just training. Like, they all put in so much hard work and effort. Um there's some fast guys, like, Seth Larson, like, at practices, he'll be, like, flooring me. I know he's thinking about doing the 400, but, like, I think he was, like, 59 in the 400 in eighth grade, so I think he could get down to 56 in this season just as a freshman, which is insane. Uh, Owen Spezio, who's a freshman as well, and uh, ran for cross on our state team. He's... He works very hard every day, um, puts in good effort. I'm, he ran, like, 508 last season in the mile. And, I mean, as a freshman, to probably go, what, sub-5? I mean, that's insane, like, just to see that. Um, i trying to think if there's anyone else. Um, and then, yeah, we just got some – yeah, like you said, Sam Telfson, who's – he, you know, he's kind of a kind of like a Swiss Army knife. I think he could do a lot of things, um, and like I think if he if he focused on one event like 816 or 32, I think he could be very successful. But I think he kind of also wants to do it all. And then, yeah, for me, I'm just trying to focus on uh, things like just the 16 and 32. And then we're getting my, we're getting both the Rinkenbergers back who we missed during cross. Um, but I think I think we got a we got a good team. Like I'm, I think. Just like I said during cross, I think we're still going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, and I'm just ex- excited to see where our season goes from here. That sounds really great. Uh, Aiden, after this year, I feel like you guys are losing a lot of your top runners. What about you guys? Do you guys have anybody coming up for the track? Or... Um, on our distance side, you know, I know we have freshman Logan Bader. But other than that, uh, like for the rest of the track, I'm not really sure yet since we haven't had practice yet. I'll have to see 
you know, who's coming up. But next year for cross country, as of right now, we have like no one. So <laughs> hopefully we can, you know, find some freshmen to bring in and yeah. Yeah. And then Charlie, um, I know you guys got the addition of Reese Dusick. Um, and then obviously yourself, you were coming back last year. You were, you mentioned you were injured. So kind of give an outlook on maybe some upcoming freshmen or sophomores and some new runners that you have to in your team. Yeah. So, I mean, this year we're, we got Jack Nestor, um, who's a freshman and, Simon Babish as well. And they're two of our kind of dominating freshmen. They kind of led, helped lead fresh soft for us. Um, and they were both around 1730, I think, for cross. And then Simon's doing lacrosse, but he'll be back for a cross. Um, but next year, I'm not sure if we're getting any super good freshmen coming in. But we, we will have um, me, both the Lukes, Jacob Vandewilly, Jacob Gladstone coming back. So that should be a pretty deep top five, top six. And then um, probably either Maddox Dean or Nate or Jack or Simon would be that six, seven spot. So our varsity should be pretty good next year. We're losing um, Reese, Braden, Aiden. So, yeah, it, it should be pretty good next year still. Um, okay, and that brings me to another point. Um, a lot of teams, I feel like, have been... So Ryan said he's been gaining some people from soccer, uh, but I've heard losing to... Like, losing runners to baseball and other sports, but also injuries. And I know Ryan has talked about Metamora's distance crew being hit by a lot of injuries recently. So, Ryan, I guess, let's start with you again. Uh, talk a little bit about injuries and how that's going to affect your guys' season. Yeah, so last year we did, like, almost no injury prevention. It was kind of common. Um, this year our coach, he's putting a lot of focus into, like, strength and mobility and a little bit of injury prevention too, which, you know, for some of us it was kind of, like, unavoidable. Like, shin splints, they just kind of come up. You can't really do much about them. Um, Trey and I are both out at the moment i know he's his started like a while back and he's he's healing up really well now should be back to running probably next week or the week after um but we've just been up in the weight room doing um doing a lot of strength work um on the elliptical the bike so we're still getting in good training um i know carson has i'm not really sure what he has he's got some like minor hip issues which he also had those during cross country and they didn't really affect him too much racing but he's just kind of been taking it easy at practice and then nate i'm not really sure the extent of it but he he hurt his leg somehow playing basketball and he just hasn't really been at practice but he's also um he's also doing he's also missed a lot of practice because he's doing uh, like something for dance. It was like a couple's dance or something. I don't really know. But other than that, everyone else is healthy right now. And, you know, everyone that's injured right now should be should be back to full strength by the time outdoor season starts. We're not we're not putting a 
too much of a focus on the indoor season. It's just kind of getting prepped for outdoor and ready to be competitive then. Yeah, so Josh, talk about a li- talk a little bit about your team, injuries, or no injuries, or just give a little insight about what you guys are doing to stay injury-free and how your outlook's looking for that area. Um, yeah, so last year uh, we had a, kind of a lot of injuries. Like, I know I was out um, with a hip, hip tendon injury uh, for two weeks, and I was on crutches, so that, like, in total, I was, like, not up till full speed for, like, four weeks. Um, but so this year, um, we're, we actually have, like, a, like a, basically a cross-country and track uh, trainer, like, just for us, um, which is nice. The school was able to get, um, like, sport-specific uh, trainers. Um, so that kind of helps since we'll always have one on, like, just on standby for us only, um, more attention for us. Uh but I, and then I know like currently, I think I'm the only one that's actually injured right now. I have a, I don't even know what it's called. It's like some type of syndrome in my knee. Um, it starts with like a P I'm not exactly sure because the doctor did not give me like a paper or anything. But anyways, I'm like out for like four weeks. Um, and I have to have like, I have to do physical therapy, which definitely like sucks just because like I'll come back right when like indoor, uh, season starts for us. Um, but I'd rather be like healthy, you know, later on. So I'm kind of, I'm not happy that I got injured, but I'm glad it happened now instead of later on. Okay. And then Bryce, how about, how about you? What's your team looking like for injuries? I know Milo, uh, is coming back from injury, like you mentioned earlier, but how's the rest of your Um, team looking? Yeah. I think, I mean, last year, just, like, thinking backwards, is last year we had, like, I remember, like, once a track, like, officially started, not just winter training, after, like, a week, all the guys were, like, like, all the guys that were new um, all had to, like, trim down their, what they were running because they were getting injured. With that being said, I, since we have so many more guys running, like, doing our actual winter training and, you know, staying, exercising, and keeping running and doing our weight workouts, um, I think... full season starts will be like less of that uh like that injury season I, I don't know if that's not a good way to explain it but the injury will be reduced um like yeah like you said milo we're glad he's back it's i feel like it's been way too long since he's like ran with the team um we missed we missed having him at practice so he's gonna be here in the meantime oh what, what else are we doing um just saw this we've been Every single practice, we just make sure we stretch, uh, do agility, just to stay loose. Thought that was important. Um, yeah, but all I can say from there is knock on wood. Hope we don't. Hope we can uh, prevent injuries for as long as possible. Keep away those shin splints. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Aiden, how about you guys? Uh, I don't. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't. I feel like you haven't been injured. Am I correct there? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I know last track season, it was just very minor stuff like, you know, knees, shins, but nothing, anything major other than, you know, Colin Hieronymus, he's very injury prone. So hopefully he can, you know, stay healthy the entire season. But other than that, all around, we should be good. 
And then, Charlie, how about you? For I know your team, Washi, well, you're gaining people, so I don't know if that helps or hurts you guys in the injury department. What are you guys looking at? How's your training been going? Um, Training's been going pretty well. Uh, we haven't seen too many injuries yet, mainly just some of us are out of shape. Um, but that top kind of main pack is looking pretty good. We've been crushing some of the runs and – we're looking pretty good for injury prevention, mainly just stretching a little bit and occasional icing and stuff like that. Yeah, and I know I'm coming back from an injury. It's pretty pretty rough, not fun. But for the rest of Morton, I feel like we've been kind of injury-free. Josh coming back from his sophomore injury, crushing cross-country, and he ran a great time up in Chicago this past weekend. Um, Leighton and Jonas, I don't and they're both doing fine christian just going down the list we've just got basically our roster and I, I know our coach is very great with trying to keep us safe and injury free we do a lot of uh, injury prevention things so hopefully everybody stays healthy and we have a great track season well that leads me to my last point i know this is mostly about distance but ryan is a big stats guy like i mentioned earlier and he knows basically everything about sprints so I'd like to kind of hand it off to him and let him talk for a bit, just kind of about our conference, what he thinks the sprints are going to look like, and how that's going to play a role in the scoring as we head into the season and as we approach the conference meet. Yeah, so I think distance is going to make up a big part of when it comes down to conference, but sprinting and jumping really take the um, the forefront of that. Um your sprinting team affects the relays, and a lot of times the sprinters are the main, like, long jumpers and triple jumpers, whatever you name it. Um, but I think the the strongest sprinter in the conference is probably Kanye Tyler from Pekin. He returns the best PRs. Um, I know Carl Whitaker is up there, too, from Morton. Um, I think with... A lot of the, like, I don't know about coaching changes for you guys or how their styles are, but we have an entirely new coaching staff this year, like, all around, I guess, other than our throwing coach. But they're making a lot of huge changes to the sprinting program, um, doing a lot more strength and speed work indoors over the winter. Um, I think at the moment, our fastest sprinter is actually a sophomore, Mark Frederick, they were doing, I think, like 10-meter flies indoor, and he got up to 23 miles an hour, like 23 and a half miles per hour. He's he's really fast. Um, but I think he, Broderick Schreers, uh, Gabe Schmitz, Nick Walker, Evan Kyle, those are going to be our, our front runners for the sprinting squad, probably make up most of the 4x1 and 4x2, filter up into the 4x4 a little. One one huge sprinting wild card we have is a, a freshman, uh, Jadon Cranford. He I think he transferred to Germantown Hills last year. His first meet, he broke the school record in the hundred, ran like eleven seven or eleven eight, um, and then broke his hip and was out for the rest of the season. And he had a huge presence on our football team this year. So if he's able to stay healthy, he could definitely get up there with some of our top guys. Um, another crazy addition we're getting is Drew Tucker is coming back to high jump this year. He's a senior. He's trying to go for college scholarship for track. 
Um, and I was talking to one of my friends on the basketball team, and he said that Drew in the off season with like not a whole lot of training has been jumping anywhere between six six and six eight and high jump, which would pretty much destroy the conference, and he would probably be up there to win state too. He's already done it once when he was in seventh grade, and he was the runner-up in eighth grade, I believe. And But, I mean, he hasn't done track since eighth grade, and I think he's splitting up his time with baseball. So we'll have to see how that plays out. We're only losing one thrower this year, um, and we're still going to have Tyler Cassip and Drew Hansen are expected to go 1-2 in the discus in conference. And then Tyler and Ben Wallace will, should be up there in shot put too. But I know for throwing specifically, I know Pekin and Washington are up there for sure. Um, that's definitely um, a big one. Those three, I think, are expected to have – only those three teams are expected to have points for that. Um, looking at conference overall, Morton is – like purely based on stuff from last year, Morton is highly favored to win conference. But, you know, factoring in a lot of stuff, like you guys losing Chase Sauter um, and having a lot of the forefront runners be top in more than four events, that's going to kind of filter around. So I think Pekin and Metamora can definitely make some ground on Morton there, um, especially with the field events. Pekin and Metamore are definitely very strong in both of those. Washington as well with um, Mitch Coughlin is a, a huge jumper. I think he's second or third in at least three of the jumps. But I think Dunlap with with Reese Duzek could get up there. Um, I think from what I remember, he did long jump like once or twice last year and got like high 19s. He could be up there. Um so I think, I think, end time conference, um, how it's looking right now, the three favorites are probably going to be Morton, Metamora, and Pekin. I think Dunlap and Washington could get up there too for sure. Um, East Peoria, Limestone, and Canton really just they don't have enough depth to be able to compete with huge teams like Morton and Metamora. Um, most of them are only expecting, I don't know, around 20 or 30 athletes, where some of the larger ones have like 90 to 100 um, huge teams with a lot of depth. So, you know, Aiden's going to be carrying East Peoria on the backs of his shoulders um, with Gabe Ziegler-Harris probably coming in key to um, Limestone and Canton. Don't – no hate to them, but they don't really have anything going for them at the moment. Um but, yeah, that's kind of my outlook on the conference. Um, a lot of information there. There's, I could go, I could talk for hours about this, but trying to keep it a little on the short side. Yeah, so thank you for that. That was uh, very insightful. Um, I feel like I didn't talk much about Morton's um, outlook on just distance. Sprints, I feel like we're doing pretty good we're returning a lot of people but distance it was a big hit for losing chase satter who usually would be on here with everybody 
And it's very sad that he's not running track, but um, we support him in his endeavors this this semester. He is preparing to run a half marathon, I think, and some 10Ks as he builds up to marathon training. And he has just been putting in a great winner's worth of work, so shout out to Chase. But yeah, losing him will be a big hit. But I feel like somebody we didn't see in the 3200 last year that might be in the 3200 this year for us will be Josh Weeks. And I know he's hungry and he's ready to drop some good times. So I think me and Josh are going to be in the 32 this year. And then really we have four people that could do the mile, if not more, at a very good pace. Like I think we could put eight, nine people under five this year, fairly under five, which I think is just... Very, very great. So with the depth of our team should help us in the conference meet where we can spread out people between the 800, 4 by 8 and the mile. It should really help us. Um, and then I think one more thing I wanted to just go around and ask everybody. Um, indoor season, outdoor season. Um, when do you guys start your indoor seasons? Because I don't think we start until early March, but... We don't actually have our schedule, but if you if you know your schedule, like Charlie, when do you guys start your indoor? Um, I think our first meet is late or mid to late February for indoor, but we already started the training, so we're doing like three days. Okay, so and then Aiden, what about you? How what is your team? Uh, our first meet is on February tenth, and then after that, I think we have a few indoor meets in March. Geez, that's early. Okay, Josh, how about you? Uh, yeah, we don't have our schedule yet. I know we're our first practice. I think is like February fourth, which is seems to be a lot later. But um, our coach likes to wait um till basketball's over because there's a lot of basketball players um that does track so. Kind of wants to wait a little, which I don't really understand it. Um, but they can always just come in later, but oh well. Um, so we don't really have a schedule yet. I know we really only do like two, maybe even th- like maybe three indoor meets. Um, and then we have like a month gap and then uh, outdoor. So we have like, so I kind of just you will use those um, indoor meets as like a time trial and then um, have then go through that hard month of training. And then, uh, you know, hopefully be able to drop some times and stay healthy for the rest of the year. And then, Bryce, how about you, indoor season? Um, well, for at least for us, for indoor, uh, that usually goes to the distance guys. So, And I think we're the first one is in February 10th, around there. And then we're doing a U of I one sometime later in March. And then... The entire team, our first meet will be, what, I think it's, like, the start of April. Um, but, like, we start, similar to Josh, we start later. We don't even start until uh, February 20th. Um, but, so, yeah, but our distance guys, we've been training before that to hopefully uh, get an edge up on our season. <clears throat> and then, Ryan, um, I'll, ask, I'll ask you the same question, but then... Final thing is, before we end this um, conference call, um, after you explain kind of your indoor track season, what do you think our conference looks like compared to the rest of the state? I feel like that's mostly a 2A question. Sorry, Josh. I know Peak is 3A, but 2A is where most of us are. So, Ryan, kind of give an outlook on the state and talk about your indoor track season. 
Okay, so our indoor season, our first meet is February 24th at Olivet Nazarene. Um, that, along with the Pontiac indoor invite, those are going to be invitational, um, not having a lot of guys in those. But we do go to a couple meets in Sterling that are like borderline unlimited entry. So it's a chance to see how a lot of our guys, especially the sprinters, are going to be shaping up for outdoor season. And we're also going to be, we're also planning on going to Batavia Distance Madness, which might be interesting. We also might just not have anybody qualify for that because it's a bunch of 3A crazies. Um, hopefully have some qualifications for indoor top times too. That'd be cool. Um now, I mean, looking at our conference and the rest of the state, so I think all of the 2A teams are in the same same sectional. And, I mean, there's not really a whole lot of other 2A teams that are good. Like, I mean, Pure Notre Dame is up there for sure. Galesburg, um, assuming we're all in the same sectional this year. Um, but we could – I think we'll definitely see a lot of middle and I state qualifiers like we did last year. Now, Pekin and Washington being in 3A, it's a little tougher for them to get state qualifiers, but I think both of them definitely have the talent to get up there. Pekin's distance squad is really good. Their middle distance can get up there, um, I think, for sure. Like, 4 by 8 especially, um, I think, depending on what teams end up getting put in their sectional, could... Um, potentially see some state qualifiers there. And then I think Kanye Tyler is, um, I would honestly, I would expect him to go to state 100, 200. I think he was close last year as a junior. So senior year could be seeing that. And then kind of the same for Washington, that four by eight is also really solid. Um, sprinters wise, no offense, but it's not happening. Um, yeah, none and, taken. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, depending on what Mitch Coughlin does, I think he's a, what, six-foot high jumper, I think. Um, I mean, yeah, no, he's, he's an all-around good athlete, so, I, yeah, that makes, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think the, the distance squad, Mitch Coughlin, and then you guys have some really good throwers, too, some really young guys, too, freshmen and sophomores, I think, that are really good throwers, so... Um, I think they could definitely get up there too, but I think middle and I all around is looking looking really good for um, state qualifiers this year. A lot of really young talent too, which is always good to see. Yeah, so with that, um, I think this was a great preseason conference call, so I want to thank everybody for coming on. Um, good luck on your indoor seasons, and we'll definitely have everybody back on for when we get closer to conference but thank you all for joining the call today i appreciate all your time and welcome back to going the distance everybody it is season two stay tuned for track season i'll see you guys in the next episode